Flyover Film Country. I'm Isaac Sims. I'm Olivia Clement. And I guess I'm Walter Lyle. And we're back. It's 2023. Uh, our episode before this was our top 10 movies from 2022. Hope you guys enjoyed that. This episode, we are kicking off our new, what is going to be, I'm calling it our best year, um, even though it would be really hard to top Top Gun <laughs> Maverick. And um, <laughs> that was, that, that. when I think about last year, Top Gun Maverick is the only episode that matters <laughs> in my mind. Um, it, but yeah. we are starting this, epi- this episode, we're covering the 2000 movie left behind the movie it's Mm. is the title is left behind colon the movie Mm -hmm. starring kurt cameron um generally our because we haven't like we have agreed generally on the schedule and like what we're going to cover but generally our format is going to be a good christian movie a bad christian movie or film about faith some of the good really great summer stuff that's coming out this year that we're really excited to cover and then good old fashioned flyover movies. So do y'all have any like comments about the schedule? Um, I was going to share what we're going to be doing in the next couple months, but do y'all have any thoughts that you wanted to share with listeners? My only comment is heaven. Yeah, brother. Heaven. <laughs> heaven yeah. Um, no, although I wish we were not doing as many crappy Christian movies as we are doing, but it I, doesn't it doesn't level out. It I don't think it levels out to like as many as well. Does it? I don't know. The fact that we're doing any at all feels like a lot. So <laughs> the fact that we're starting off this year with one is uh, it's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. you know what? I want to come out swinging. So I, you, yeah, that's a good point. You know, y'all know me. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I know you. Um, <laughs> you, you too. <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? Who uh, cares, man? <laughs> I, the only question I have is, Walter, how do you feel about being uh, vetoed and having to cover Cocaine Bear in February? What? <sighs> I want to cover Cocaine Bear. I well, I think it was it was it in our top ten episode. No, 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 Olivia, you and I. No, we didn't veto. Veto is the wrong word. You were overruled, Walter. Because yeah. me and Olivia were like, we're doing Cocaine Bear, and I and I said. I think I said something like it's like the ooh random narwhal bacon movie of 2023. Oh. Like oh oh what if a bear did cocaine? It was like ooh this is 2010 now. You know but what you I know mean? it's based on a real story. But it, yeah, it actually happened. Now hey, what you, the bear hey, does is probably what? not true. Guess what? You don't care. I don't care. Yeah. You don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, cocaine bears coming at the end of. February. After this, we're doing Tree of Life, the Terrence Malick movie, and Walter, you and I need to watch it together because we'll probably both cry. And I want to experience that, Does that with you. That's okay. cute. All right. In a good way. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a, it's a good film of faith. Oh, okay. Well, yep. Cool. Yeah, I'm in for that. Cool. <laughs> I guess. Olivia, have, have you seen any Terrence Malick movies? I have not, actually. Gotcha. He cool. He cool. He very cool. But other than that, um, 
This will be a great year. Should we jump right into Left Behind? Let's dive right in. Let's dive just dive right, right in. in. Wait, Isaac, Grab do, you want to do, do you want to do the thing that you said you wanted to talk about before oh, we yeah, started yeah, recording? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can talk about that for yeah. sure. Olivia, you had this great idea that we should do yeah. movie resolutions and we'll <laughs> check in at the end of the year with our, or beginning of next should year we, with- Should we, hold on, should we check in like, I don't know, in June? Like halfway yeah. through the year to see how yeah, we're yeah, doing. Yeah, sure, that'd be good. All right, someone remember that. But then we will at the end of the year too. And we'll yes. yeah, we'll see how our resolutions go at the end of the year. I don't yeah. know if my mic picked it up, but I just clicked my pen so I could make a note. Clicking the pen, Isaac Thank is making a note. Uh, and Olivia, do you want to share yours? It's basically like like we want to try something new with either our movie watching habits or like a, a challenge that we're holding ourselves to. Um, mm-hmm. Movie, TV, whatever. Um, Olivia, what, what's yours? Sorry, I got distracted. I just found a dollar underneath my notebook. And that oh, was just really exciting. Yeah. So. Yeah. That has yeah, to be our brother. thing. Heaven, heaven, yeah, brother. <laughs> I like how we both did it without talking about it. <laughs> without even thinking yeah. about it. Um, so sorry, I was really distracted by that. Um, no, that's sick. Okay, so my, my resolution is is to watch I haven't decided I I between this episode and the next episode I will pick the two directors but I'm going to watch the entire filmography of a male director and a female director um I don't know who I'm going to pick yet I haven't decided I keep thinking about it and then I go back and forth I'm like oh well, they'd be cool they'd be cool to to watch all of their stuff um but I haven't decided yet we'll figure it out and those those are my resolutions is to watch the entire discography of two directors. I have so. I have suggestions for you. You ready? For yes. two directors. Greta Gerwig and Sam Raimi. Okay. <laughs> I have watched all of Greta Gerwig's well, you're uh, halfway filmography. There. Yeah, so I'm halfway there. You're right. Yeah. Actually Sam Raimi would be really interesting I, I especially for me wrong. as someone who hates scary movies. Yeah. I just I thought it would be really funny to watch a bunch of Greta Gerwig movies and then a, and then like a bunch of <laughs> Sam Raimi movies. <laughs> Two drastically different directors. Very, very different directors. It also would mean so. you'd have to watch uh, the new uh, Doctor Strange movie again. And I don't know if you'd that be interested not in bad. doing that. Uh, it's not terrible. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But... Yeah. yeah. I rewatched some scenes from it and... I was like, this kind of holds up like, like a lot more. I think that, that I think cool. that I was like going into it thinking, man, I really can't wait to see Yao and Gruffit as Mr. Fantastic again. Or, or I was like, honestly, like I was disappointed that Nick Cage wasn't in there as Ghost Rider. Where Nick Cage is not in it. I walk in, I'm like, kind of disappointed Nick Cage wasn't in that. You know what yep. would have made this movie better? Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Yep. Um, not <laughs> like too. Like Left Behind. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Not sorry. the left okay, behind sorry. that we're talking about. So I, I don't know if um, I'm going to get to my resolution here in a second, but I don't know if you wait. Did you text me individually? Or did we text? Did you text the group? I okay. Olivia? All right, let me tell this story. Yeah, I texted the group because Isaac was like, "All right, we're going to do Left Behind." We had decided. Isaac didn't tell us. We had decided as a group we were going to watch Left Behind. However comma he did not specify which left behind movie so i just I assumed did, it, i did i type in left behind colon the movie <laughs> like i know i already yeah. mentioned that yeah. but, like, but that maybe. is the technical but, like, title of but this i don't know one. if we knew it was like that was the I, f- official title we were just i didn't like, know uh, that was the official title yeah, i was just yeah. like okay isaac's sure. just doing a bit 
I didn't think anything of it. It didn't even register that you did that. Like truly. No bits. No bits. Um, and so it didn't even register in my mind that you did that. And so I get to Amazon Prime because all the Left Behind movies are on there. And so I was like, oh, there's a there's a 2000 version with Kirk Cameron. I... I legitimately almost started the one with Nick Cage that came out in 2014. Almost did and the same thing. Before I started it, I texted Isaac and Walter and I was like, hey, which which left behind are we doing? The one with <laughs> Nick Cage or the one with Kirk Cameron? And I kind of wish I hadn't now, just so we could come it in here. Been hilarious chaos. It would have been so funny. Yeah. If we all watched different ver- different left behind movies. And we all came yep. like, all right, guys, ready to talk about Left Behind with Kurt Cameron. And then it was like, the one with Nick Wait, Cage. What? And we're like, what? Are we? Wait, Kurt- what? <laughs> Nick and then Cage. we have to find a way to like reconcile them all together. <laughs> <laughs> we have to piece together the, the Left Behind cinematic universe. Oh, man. Pretty insane. I'm really upset um, that, that the LBCU. I did want to share real quick. We don't have to dwell on it for long. I've seen every single Sam Raimi movie except For the Love of the Game. Mm. And on... Let me, I just found on my letterbox. I watched three of his movies in one day when I was working at home. And I also watched Matchstick Men and finished Moon Knight. And it's the most like TV and movies I've ever watched in one sitting. I was like, I got up obviously, but like, (laughs) did you? I did. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So anyway, I just had to share that because I knew y'all would appreciate it. That Um, is is very appreciated. I uh, my my brain felt like Swiss cheese, but um, afterwards, it's fair. That's fair. Wait, was it six? I have six entries on May fifth. That's insane. How did you? Okay, wow. I can't think of a I better just way to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I went out and got Margs. And, no, I'm just kidding. Um, my my, I'm gonna share mine real quick. I'm gonna finish David Lynch's filmography because. I have the straight story in Inland Empire. Um, David Lynch is one of my favorite directors. Um, I love him. Uh, it would be an easy thing to finish. So is that, is that one of them? Huh? Is that one of them? In which one? Is that one of your resolutions? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's one of my okay, resolutions. Sorry, uh, sorry. I have the straight story in Inland Empire to finish. And then um, my other resolution is I'm not going to start my top 10 list. I like keep my top 10 movies or favorite movies of the year as the year goes on. And I'm not going to make it until like the last five days of this year. Cause I want to like be able to have an objective sort of view on like what really stood out in the last year instead of like, cause like my list changed even from when we recorded our episode. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't, we haven't talked about Babylon. We won't talk about Babylon. Very different movie. Yeah, but not a Christian movie. Not a Christian movie. It's a movie I don't know if I can recommend in good conscience, but <laughs> it's really good. You yeah. guys worried? I feel this. I feel the same way about 2000s Left Behind with Kirk Cameron. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, for very I different think, reasons. I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Left Behind would be like. Yeah, I would feel worse about. It. I mean, I'd recommend <laughs> Babylon over. <laughs> yes, Kirk Cameron's Left Behind. So yes. Um, Walter, what's yours? I'm really curious what yours is because yeah. you were like, I'm not going to tell y'all. I've I've kept this close to I kept this uh, cl- is it close to the vest or close to the chest. Both. Um, are you like a vest bro? I don't know what that means. So I'm going to say no. Do you don't have vests? No. 
Yeah, so I'm going to keep it close to the chest then. Exactly, yeah. There you go. If I had a vest, it would be close to the vest. Mm-hmm. My 2023 New Year's movie resolution is to watch uh, 2000s Left Behind with Kirk Cameron. <laughs> so I'm way ahead of the game. Wow. <laughs> You're crushing it. You, and you watched up- it this year too. That's I know, really that's impressive. What I'm saying. I, no, yeah. Okay. My real one is that I want to... Because y'all are like the movie snobs, and I'm just the guy who edits this podcast, right? So mm. I'm trying to be more of a movie snob okay. this year. Go. It's baby steps, all right? So don't laugh too hard. But I am out of all the movies I watched this year, I want the majority of them to be movies that I had previously not seen before. There you go. If that makes sense. Can because me and, can, all, all, can, I, all I want to watch is movies I've already seen. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Can Olivia and I like tell you like speak into existence like a required movie viewing for you right yeah. now yeah um oh and you don't I, say I know Saul. what you're gonna say, don't say so Saul. go ahead i'm not gonna say go Saul. ahead olivia <laughs> i was gonna <laughs> no, say Scott Scott Pilgrim. Isaac. i'm not gonna oh, no, Scott, i'm not gonna like I'm, oh i should I'm, watch scott pilgrim i'm gonna turn yeah. you into a little movie snob not like oh okay put you through something you don't want to be put through but i know what you're about to say olivia what are you gonna make walter watch well, well we've already discussed just, we, we, we just had this conversation yeah. yeah just now scott pilgrim yeah yeah Versus the world. Yeah. Yep. Okay, then Isaac, um, what's yours? Uh, All right. Know. Okay, cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, re- we'll, we'll, we'll circle talk. back Isaac. around. We'll talk. Isaac, I'll, for a dollar, name one movie. <laughs> <laughs> name a movie. I'll, uh... Oh, Walter, you haven't seen Everything Everywhere All at Once. No, I, that, that is... Morgan and I want to watch yeah, that no, one. that's like... You have to watch it. Yeah. You have to watch it this year. Definitely down for that. I would love to hear both your and Morgan's opinions on that movie. I will share them. So real quick, because we're going to do an Oscars episode. Um, it'll come out. Oh yeah. The other thing like for listeners, our episodes are going to come out every other Tuesday. So this is coming out. If you're listening to this on a Tuesday, our next episode is going to come out two weeks from that Tuesday. Great thing. I think we're going to be, I think, I think it's going to be great. Haven't started it yet, but it's going to be great. Well, we're starting um, right now. Like my we're Trump starting bit, right now. So. Oh, we're yeah. starting right now. No bits. Yeah, oh, no, no bits. bits. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. But um, real quick, so when our Academy Awards episode drops, there could be some really interesting things that happen because everything everywhere all at once has a lot of uh, awards momentum. Yeah, it does. Um, and what is crazy is Jess and I went to see it and Jess liked it and I loved it. And a bunch of our friends went to see it. And then like three months later, my parents were like, we watched this crazy movie on Apple, uh, everything yep. everywhere. And I was like, y'all watched that. And they were like, they were like, we thought it was so great. We loved it. We laughed, we cried like, and then guys, um, <laughs> uh, like my parents are, my parents are like, kind of, they, they like, they have, they have, they have good taste, but then they have like, you know, they're, they have like boomer taste, like all boomers. But like then, how my dad loves the rock. Yeah. And uh pitch perfect. And pitch perfect. Uh, I love, I love that about your dad. <laughs> but then so Me too. Jessica's parents are kind of like my parents, but they, they have like even more like kind of controlled taste. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it otherwise, but they go like, we watched the movie with Jamie Lee Curtis and Michelle Yeoh, everything. And I was like, y'all watched it. And that was like a month and a half ago. And so nice. anyway, I just want to put it out there. Like, I feel like it's going to win and it's going to like 
be a cultural icon for the rest of time. So anyway, well, Walter, I, you have I to watch I'll it. I guess I'll watch it. Good. I guess I'll watch it. Also, Walter, um, you're going to have a child and this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in May. So life's going to get kind of busy for you. It's going to get busy. And also, I remember what you told me when y'all had your daughter and that like, especially when you were still on paternity leave and it was just like you and Jess and the baby just like hanging out all day. Y'all, y'all watched a lot of TV and movies, right? Yep. Yeah. So we were, I was talking to Morgan about that the other night and I was like, we should just like, we should make a list of like yep. everything we want to watch around that Adventure time. Adventure so, time. Saw. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, oh, That's oh a good for one. Two. Oh for two. Keep going. <laughs> nope. Nope. I do. I do want to make Morgan watch. Nope. I think she would actually like it. Yep. Yeah. Um, nope. Walter, we missed you at movie night last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched Strange Days by Catherine Bigelow, and Jordan every five told me min- a little bit about it. Yeah, did he tell you that every five minutes, Gabe went, "Oh my gosh, that color's blue!" Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like making fun of you, dude. For those of you who don't know, every time we're at movie night, I mean, I've turned into a huge like I love always love production stuff like with movies and TV shows and all that. But <laughs> so lately I've turned into a huge lighting geek. Like anytime there's any kind of cool lighting in any scene, I'm just like, oh the way they use blue. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. and they're like, oh look at the shadow going across his eye. That means this. And like I, I know it's super annoying because like it's it the the more people that are watching something with me, the harder I'll go. Like, <laughs> so and that's a character flaw in myself, and I recognize that. If, if, you're talking if, if your life had, yeah. if if your life was an auto, if you had an autobiography, golly, my brain's not working. Did not sleep well last night. If you had an autobiography, <laughs> it would be the more people are, the harder I go. <laughs> the harder I go. <laughs> the, the story of Walter Lyle. <laughs> I actually saw this. Uh, Took me so long to get I there. I'm sorry. It was a video interview or just like something that he said, but it was. Will Ferrell was talking about his Saturday Night Live days and you know he was like any sketch that he wrote like you could tell because it was just so off the wall and weird and he said that anytime like he could could tell when a sketch was bombing and if he could tell that it was bombing he would just like dig in even harder like (laughs) just (laughs) and I ever since I heard that I have tried to live my life by that because I think that's incredible (laughs) Dig in even harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just Lyle story. <laughs> <laughs> double down, dude. Double, double down. <laughs> so um, anyway, dude. All right, we're about twenty minutes in. Should we dive yeah. right in? Yeah. Let's. You know what? <laughs> let's dive right in. Let's, let's dive, dive right, right in. in. Uh, where to begin with this movie? Probably <laughs> let's, a summary. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's yeah. do this. Let's do this. A summary, and then I want us all to talk about our viewing experience. For, like, not not necessarily that content of the movie, but just like how you watch it, who you watched it with, and like your first, like how that felt. Sure. Okay. Do a summary. Um, synopsis: After learning that millions have completely vanished, an airline pilot, a journalist, and others work together to unravel the mystery of those left behind. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. So Beep-ball-bop. it's based on a Christian book series. Um, it's like one of the reasons we're covering it. Um, not all Christian books that have been bestseller Christian books that have been turned into movies are all bad because I don't know. We're not covering it this year, but apparently the shack is like kind of good. I've heard it's good. Um, I read the book in high school now, if it holds up, I don't know, but I remember (laughs) liking it in high school. 
Yeah. Crocodile Tun- Dundee 3 holds up. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Y- do y'all hear the cat? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, sorry. Listeners, sorry about that. Come here, Rose. Um, I watched it with Jess. We laughed a lot. I did watch this when I was a child. Did either of y'all watch it when you were children? Mm-mm. No. Okay, Mm-mm. because... So the scene where the car blew up and then the scene where... Um, they the rapture happens and then the clothes are just lying on the plane mm-hmm. is like burned into my mind. <laughs> was it like scary for you as a kid? It was because, and that's one of the things I was gonna tell you all about or ask you guys is like, <laughs> like this movie emotionally traumatized a lot of children because <laughs> yeah. like all the people that I've talked to are like. I'm like left behind like the movie with Kurt Cameron is our first movie uh, of the year. And every single person I've shared that with who asks about like our plans for this year said that movie terrified me as a kid because I never knew when Jesus was going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> or if my mom and dad would just randomly like be taken. Here, so, here's the thing. And, here's the thing. I, as a fully grown adult, when I lived with my parents during grad school, if if they were just not home for any reason and didn't tell me they were going anywhere, I every time and I did this from the time I was in like middle school and I, I probably would still do this. I would think the rapture happened and I got left behind. <laughs> it's the rapture. That's it. It's you know what's rapture. crazy? You know what's crazy is how like the generation before us, like our parents like why are kids so anxious and depressed all the time? Hey, man. <laughs> it's, because, it's because you, you convinced us that you might disappear at any point. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm terrified to get on a plane now. I think the pilot's going to get raptured into heaven. No, <laughs> I would yeah. do it. was like, man, what happens if the pilot is the one who gets I raptured? What, I thought that would have been a great twist if, like, the one, like, the main character guy, the pilot, of, mm-hmm. he's he's out, he's in the, um, out of the cockpit, like, in the main cabin with his girlfriend, uh, flight attendant. And then, like, everybody disappears, and he goes back in the cockpit, and his yeah. pilot would have been gone. That would have yeah. been a pretty cool twist, and they didn't it do that. It would have been. So, Missed opportunity. Yep. Idiots. Real quick. Dumb idiots. I, my watching... No, no, no. Olivia, tell me your watching experience first, and then um, I want to tell mine. I watched it by myself in the middle of the day, because mm-hmm. I was like, I do not want to invite anyone to watch this with me. <laughs> I don't want to know that I watched this. I don't want anyone. I almost didn't log in on Letterboxd because I was like, I do not want anyone to know. This is the second movie I've watched this year. And I was just like, wow, I really wish I had to watch it was three more movie movies. I, <laughs> I love that so much. Yep. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So I watched it by myself in my apartment alone in the middle of the day. And I was like, cra- I was cracking up because I was like, this cannot be real. But mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Like, the movie's real. Everything else Very is real. terrible. But. Yeah, that was my movie experience. Walter I love that. Uh Kind of similar. I watched it on my phone while I was driving to Texas. <laughs> you listen to it like a like an audiobook. <laughs> no, okay. So I have like one of those uh, phone mounts, like your phone where you like you have the GPS, like your GPS going. Mm-hmm. And uh, and at one point, it's like a like a two hundred thirty mile stretch where I don't turn or do anything. It's just on highway, and I was like, time to watch Left Behind. <laughs> Nice. And that's exactly what I did. It kept like, I went through a dead zone at one point and it kept pausing like every four seconds for about 10 or 15 minutes. So it gave me, it gave me time to reflect on what had just happened, you know? Sure. Um, but once I got past that, I mean, I was, I was off to the races, man. Uh, 
at one point, like especially doing the like the, when the car blew up, I realized I was hitting 120 on the highway. I was like, oh my gosh, like it's too intense. I gotta slow down. My Jeez. blood's pumping like no. <laughs> no I was like, do I, I don't. I don't think you were doing that. Also, I do not condone anyone doing that ever. I'm not saying that you should watch a movie while you're driving, but if, if your drive's boring enough, like yeah <laughs> like come on man <laughs> what, are you, what else are you gonna do yeah nah, listen to I'd... music dork watch a movie <laughs> you dork listen to a podcast but watch your game boy play some pokemon um yeah i so and i remember <laughs> let's see hold on let me see what i said to y'all after i finished it um yeah we had a pretty funny exchange throughout said, the whole thing yeah, in the group text or after, with us after I finished watching it, I said, I'm really glad I watched that movie in the car. There's no way I could have sat down and watched it on a big screen. It doesn't deserve that. <laughs> it doesn't. It's like it's, it's the not. opposite of David Lynch. It's like David Lynch would be like, you should watch this on the smallest screen you have available. If you have an iPhone 4, watch you, it on that. If you have the classic iPod... Yeah, the one with the scroll on wheel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where it clicks. Do y'all remember when the iPod, the iPod Nanos had the yeah. camera? No. Uh, I didn't have one of those. Yeah. My buddy had one, and I thought my sister was so had cool. one. Um, I had the first iPod Nano, like the really square one. Um, yep. I had like four gigs. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can put I, entire, like, I can put all, all music in the world on this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put 15 skillet so songs on here and call it a day. Because <laughs> that's all it could hold. <laughs> And well, uh, that, that's all I would listen and to. The song that plays whenever, <laughs> and the song that plays whenever Kirk Cameron has the uh, conversion in the bathroom. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> that song was outdated even for two thousand. <laughs> it was wild. What's the most two thousands thing about the movie? Kirk Cameron. Yeah. Well, to me, to me, it's his pants. Ooh, they are like yeah, full break. One. They're not even. You know how you have like no break, half break, full break. Mm-hmm. on your pants mm-hmm. they're like triple and quadruple wait i'm sorry what <laughs> so there, there's this thing so like if the if the hem of your pants is like right above your shoes shoot like where your shoes meet your ankles uh-huh. like if you're wearing normal j- dress shoes if they're right above it kind of like you can see your socks a little bit that's no break if they are and these are dress pants if they are resting just a little bit on your shoes that's a half break and then if it's like just kind of like piling around your shoes, it's called a full break. But okay. these are like quadruple and triple. All right. Quadruple breaking on it. It's like they're so baggy. I was like, man, who let him wear these pants? Uh, real quick on the count of three on everybody say their favorite character. Uh, let me pull mine up. Real I don't quick. know any of the characters' oh, names. I, don't. Oh, I got IMDb up. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got four. Right, so mine is the girl with the tattoo in the middle of her forehead. That's definitely supposed <laughs> to be like <laughs> foreshadowing that she like is the mark, the mark of, the, of the, beast. the beast or something. Uh, also, her and that girl are definitely lesbians. Yep. Which which oh, no, which girl hackers. had the tattoos? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. First of all, who are they? They worked. They worked. They worked with you, Kirk you Cameron. Did not watch this movie, Walter. <laughs> no, they like they, they just with, they were they not in the movie Kirk until they, they they were not in the movie yes. until Kirk Cameron was like, I yes, need they were. hackers. No, yes, no they, they weren't. Were. Right, they were. Olivia I, I guess the Texas Olivia highway I, like, was more exciting than I thought it was. <laughs> I was also wearing sunglasses, so any scene that was like slightly dark. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna listen for audio cues here. 
<laughs> if you got pulled over, like the cop would have either like, Evan, yeah, brother, be on your way, or he would have arrested you. I would still be in jail right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is a week ago. Sorry, guys. It's been a little rough. <laughs> Needed something to lift my spirits. Wow, that watch was Kirk so Cameron's funny. Left Behind the Movie. Well, okay. Who's your favorite character? All right. Three, two, Thank one. You. Jonathan Stonegall. Who's Jonathan Stonegall? I don't know. I just picked a name from IMDb. Uh, <laughs> nice. No, no. Was oh, it he's he? One uh, of the bad, he's like one of the like corporate guys. Like the yeah, he was great. Yeah, um, he was just, like a bad guy. The thing that's hilarious about this movie and like the other you know comp that from what we've covered is God's Not Dead, and <laughs> and God's Not Dead has like you know we're we're gonna people will watch God's Not Dead and like. Te- well this movie came out like 23 years ago but people watch god's not dead like in 2030 or 2040 whatever mm-hmm. and they'll be like bad mo- like really bad movie but like serviceable production value like relatively you know inoffensive I and mean? yeah and like kind of like that's that was the main thing i was interested to talk to you guys about was like does this does left behind in general and this movie which was like, did it made okay money, I think, at the box office. And then there, well, there were the, like two more sequels afterwards. And the books were, I mean, weren't they like New York the Times? Books were, the books were massive. Best but sell, like, yeah. I guess, is that a thing? Because we are all like professing Christians. Mm-hmm. The thing that I came away with is like, it's and we were laughing about it. But like, it low-key, like whenever they, especially when the rapture happens and the kids are gone... Mm-hmm. as like a new parent i was like mm-hmm. that is like a little bit upsetting it is like it definitely and, and is. the leftovers and there are other like supernatural shows that are written by like more talented people who i think deal with it these those themes like like it's been done before in like an effective way um but i guess like is it like i don't know would you would y'all say it's like sinful for like someone to profit off of like an inaccurate because like they are going off of what like loosely what revelation says is going to happen in the end times but is it wrong yes. to like profit off oh, yeah. of that like yes. that's kind of what i came yes. down to mm-hmm. the question i wanted to ask y'all i don't i don't hesitate to answer yes yeah no i, I was just letting you guys talk so yes, I gotcha. have no hesitation. My answer, I think it is it is wrong to profit off this because I don't know. I just feel like Revelation is one of those books in the Bible that it's 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 so difficult to truly understand all of it, and a lot mm-hmm. of it isn't going to make sense to us now, yeah. right? And. You know, you, we can look at every other book in the Bible and look at it within context of like the time and the culture and all of that stuff, right? I mean, as best we can with what mm-hmm. information we have about about that time, right? Mm-hmm. But Revelation, we that hasn't happened yet, so we can't look at it in context. We don't. I don't know. And I'm not a Bible scholar. I'm not pretending to be a Bible scholar, right? Like I don't. I don't know. And so. It feel it just I don't know movies like this kind of feel gross to me because I think you can wrestle with 
themes or like ideas of like what are the end times going to look like i don't know and i i just feel like this was more about yeah like kind of profiting than anything else well and i think the main message of it in the books obviously was like this whole i and it might have started this trend because i feel like for several years at least i feel like we were all in youth group around the same time right Mm -hmm. um but y'all remember just like how much like fear-mongering that mm-hmm. like youth youth pastors especially would do a lot of it um like this type of uh, i don't know how to put it into words i guess but yeah like you better shape up yeah because, you better shape like, up or like you don't know you don't know and, you, and to an you, extent you could die fi- in five minutes you know like yeah where, where are you gonna go yeah and go and ahead. like to that i mean to that point that is true i mean that's true that's true from like any christian non-christian non-christian perspective yeah. like like we don't know what's gonna happen and uh, right. yeah that should like instill a certain level of like self-reflection and like how am i living my life sure. and what have you but i think i think that there's and there's like i don't know the scripture off the top of my head but like there's the scripture that says so like the <laughs> Technically, we believe that as like professing Christians, so like yeah, like we don't know when God's coming back. Um, no one knows the day the, or the hour. Yeah, right? but uh, it's yeah. I, I just I, I I look back on the legacy that like these book series have, and the movies have had, and they're like laughable in one sense, and then in another sense, it's like, dang, it's like a lot more insidious I think mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. God's not dead <laughs> Yeah, because God's not dead. It's like real people don't act like that. That's what we talked about whenever we did that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We covered that movie. It's like real people don't talk like that. Like yeah. atheists don't <laughs> attack Christians like that right, at public right. universities. <laughs> like, so yeah, it's, it, it's, it's this whole thing of like really misrepresenting every group of people mm-hmm. that they show in these movies. Right. Like, like hackers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Where do they Representation come from? for hackers um, matters. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like, it feels like every character in this is just a caricature, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, everybody's an exaggerated version of themselves and um, it's not really grounded in reality, I guess. I don't yep. know. Also, my true favorite character, I've changed my answer, is Dirk. <laughs> Which one's Dirk. Dirk? Yeah, exactly. He is He's the, the crazy uh, guy who who's like, oh, this shot. is kind of an interesting performance, yeah. and then he gets killed. And he gets I, killed. Like after the first twenty seconds of like, so like, <laughs> Kurt Cameron <laughs> meets him in that parking garage. Yeah. And then he and then Dirk starts doing his thing, and I was like, oh, this is like if they got not Michael Richards, but specifically Cosmo Kramer from Seinfeld <laughs> to play the role of Deep Throat in All the President's Men, like <laughs> Deep Throat. <laughs> Cause it was, Dirk. it was Dirk. Dirk. Anyway, yeah, so Dirk, uh, I don't, there's, he's an example of a kid. Like there's so many characters in this movie that did not need to exist. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't, they, you could have taken him out. They would have added nothing to the story. Right. Am well, I, am I, am I crazy? About, like, the, the guy who, the guy who kills Dirk is like, they, he's, he's masked or whatever. Yeah. You don't see his face. And then you realize that it's, you do see his face when he blows up the car and then you realize that he's one of Nikolai's um, 
like bodyguards. And that's the other thing too, is like you kind of how ridiculous it is, like in terms of like, well, all these like political things are going to happen in the end times. And it's like, Hey, you shouldn't trust the UN, (laughs) (laughs) which I just thought was like really funny. And I just kept chuckling at that. And then also he's just going to like shoot, two guys in the face like and that's the and i guess that's the point of the book is like the eat the antichrist is going to have the power to like make people see what he wants them to see but it's such a like declare himself as god cheesy yeah Yeah. so over the top dude my my favorite political moment in the whole movie was when i think it was in the offices of gnn the fake cnn in the movie but like somebody walked up somebody else and they're like Korea just merged their currency with Russia. And the other one was like, how about that? And then he's, he, they're like looking on the news and, and he's like, it's, they're all, all the currencies are combining. <laughs> it's like, this is the most it's improbable like, economic like proposition would, that would has that ever been put that onto fast? a movie. Even if every country on earth was like, let's do that. Like every, every country saw like, oh, Korea and Russia did it. Let's do it. Yeah in the next five minutes yeah and y'all it's like, awesome it, i mean like it, it, the improbable things in this movie are like the reason why it's so funny to talk about is like right at the beginning of the movie is israel's enemies are trying to like bomb them and they just start the planes are just exploding in the air <laughs> it's like and he goes outside he's trying to cover it and they never return to it no one's like hey that was crazy. Do we like that know was anything wild. about that? that was like, <laughs> Nobody ever stops to be like, let's debrief for a second. <laughs> let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Dude, Hold up. Great line at the beginning, too. Speaking of which, when Israel's getting bombed right before it happens, Kirk Cameron, as as Buck. super famous, Buck, Buck Williams, the journalist, Williams. the 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 guy's like showing him the wheat. He's like, look at all this. And then Buck Williams turns and goes, looks like Iowa. You're like, what? You're like, bro, it's Israel. <laughs> what are you talking about? God's country. Iowa. God's country. It, 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 was, he, it, was, it was either Iowa or Illinois. I can't remember. He said some Midwest state. I think he said Iowa. Mid- I think yeah. it was, yeah. Okay. Looks like Iowa. <laughs> I was just waiting for like the Israeli dude to be like, what's Iowa? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just yeah. showed you this like groundbreaking technology and like food. And you're yeah. like, wow, this looks like a Midwestern state from my country. What is, it, what is that in. technology called? Eden, Eden, something Eden. The Eden, Eden formula or something. Eden, the Eden the formula Eden project. There you go. Probably. Who cares? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the goober. Anyway, so that's <laughs> our episode. Thanks for tuning in. Please remember to. <laughs> I really don't know how much more there is to talk about. With this well, movie. okay. So, yeah, this movie came out in 2000, mm-hmm. which also pre 9-11 yes um, that actually is an important distinction and i think yeah i think that is an important distinction like it's pre 9-11 so literally anyone could do whatever they wanted in an airport oh um, yeah I didn't which think is always about so that. funny to That's me like point. it's really interesting to me to, to watch movies pre 9-11 because i had never been in an airport i didn't go to an airport until i was like 12 so and that was like 2006 so it was so, so the way airports are now have always been my experience of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my mom has and my parents have talked about how, like, you could just walk right up to the gate and say goodbye. Yeah. And then you watch those, like, you know, old, like, 
like rom-coms or romantic movies where they go meet them at the gate and it's like it's so weird so anyway i say all that like this is pre-9-11 and you know i think about how conservative evangelical christianity has just evolved over the years and i i feel like i don't know i'm curious what your opinions what y'all's opinions are on this like i feel like this is really just a pre precursor like it's foreshadowing how christians are today thoughts in in a way that they didn't intend yeah yeah like like in a like like the worst version of christians right like like i feel like not necessarily like to the extent like god's not dead where it's like if you're an atheist you're uh you're the worst person in the entire world you're a monster but like the fear-mongering that i think is is very much prevalent in a lot of evangelical circles um a very us versus them type of mindset um anyone in a a, a specific group of people that's different than the group of people you belong to is scary and they're they're dangerous right like Mm -hmm. it's that fear-mongering i was talking about yeah yeah and and Nose deep throat that you were talking about, oh and I'll talk gosh. about him again. Don't oh, get yeah. me started. No, Olivia, I, I I think that's a really good. Yeah, it was. It's kind of like a self fulfilling prophecy, almost. Like, yeah, it kind of it set the it set the trajectory for what like a lot of even well even chuckle or like Christian nationalists, I would yeah. say like are, and then also like the direction that Christian art took. Because yeah. like this, that was something that I thought about too, is like, and I don't, uh, it would be really interesting to, um, do more research on like, like, did y'all know, did y'all, were y'all ever exposed to, obviously we we're all exposed to like veggie tales. Oh sure. yeah. Yeah. So veggie tales. What about like Bible man? Mm-hmm. Big time. I know of yeah. Bible man. I don't yeah. know if I watched any Bible man. Um, Three Missing two one out. penguins was like also I from loved, the Veggie Tales. Yeah, yeah. Three, three two, two one, one penguins is pretty funny. They were um, cool. So the, I mean, like the, you, you have all this like these different examples of like good, not good. We're kind of talking about some of that today or this year, um, and differentiating like what we mean by like Christian movies. And I would posit that like I don't think there's such a thing. Uh, but but yeah no i think that's i think that's a really good i think that's a great point olivia and i didn't really think about the like in in the ways that they do in the us versus them mentality is really subtle yeah um and it's i think the reason it's so easy to gloss over is because there's so many other things that are just bad in this movie like this is supposed to be like an espionage like globe trotting thriller Mm-hmm. And it's just like there's never air in the tires. Like it's mm-hmm. just like it's just like oh my gosh, this is like the this is just dragging so mm-hmm. badly. Um, and yeah, so so it's like it's it's a, it's trying to be like a Stephen King or like a Tom Clancy, and it's just like not. It's supposed mm-hmm. to trying to be scary. It's trying to be thrilling, and like none of it's working. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah it it suffered from a tone issue. Yep. Like I don't like I don't like, wait, wait. like at first you're like when everybody disappears you're like I see what this is about and after that you're like well, I don't is, okay what because the world still seems like other than like the political stuff that's happening like 
dude, if like that many people disappear from the world, like it would be like there there wouldn't be politics anymore. You know what I mean? Like right, there wouldn't be people reporting the news. No, like it's like it's another day. Yeah, like like half like countries, whole countries would lose power. You know what I mean? Like right. Like, no, no, like like electrical power, like, like yeah, they won't be able to turn yeah. their lights on because nobody running this stuff. So I don't know, like, <sighs> well, and and, and getting the, mad, yeah. And the thing that is kind of that that also to your point, Olivia, like was kind of um, you know looking ahead at like what Christians would become like is um, or you know broadly speaking. Um, is that there's this sense and I kind of alluded to it with like the UN aspect is like the UN would, it's hilarious because the UN is like the reigning power of like people, people are like, and breaking news from the UN and like the UN, it's not <laughs> yeah. like that in 2023, which the, the is just UN really has funny. Zero power. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, and so, and so I guess for the purpose of the book, they were like, if the antichrist wasn't going to rise, it would be from this like centralized, right organization where there, it's like a meeting of all these countries and that kind of that kind of stuff yeah but but they'd yeah so they'll be like he'll come out and make an announcement and he'll be like thank you all very much no questions at this time and then like immediately leave mm-hmm. which was also funny but the the thing the thing the kind of what it teaches you is like well you shouldn't do anything politically you yeah. should just like you really just need to be in this church with us. Yeah. And it's like that's literally what happens at the end. It's mm-hmm. like they he goes back to the church and that's the end of the movie. And mm. it's just really kind of like okay. All right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Which is hilarious because all these like s- super conservative all right Christians are so political. And like Oh yeah. Like they're it almost, it almost feels like their whole ideology is wrapped up in politics. Right. Yep. Right. And, um, and, and that's, I think, really common within the evangel- evangelical circles as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think also talking about just conservative, the conservative Christian circles are also really concerned about globalism, mm-hmm. um, which I think obviously this movie feeds into that. Um, like the whole idea of like, only only the united states is are the we're the good guys everybody right. else don't don't let them band together because they're all gonna you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and it's just so weird because like the whole like the whole point of jesus coming was and now i'm gonna get i'm gonna get religious um the whole point of jesus coming was like go and disciple to all nations like like right in matthew hide. What twenty six? Yeah, yeah. It's the last. It's like the one of the last commission. things he said. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the last things he said to his disciples. And so, um, it's just so weird that, like, <laughs> conservative Christians have latched so hard onto this nationalistic world, you know, Christian worldview mm-hmm. that doesn't leave any room for like loving your neighbor who doesn't live in the same country as you. And I don't think I don't think this this Left Behind series I don't think it started that whole idea idea I think that was already definitely going on before then uh, just due to American exceptionalism and, you know as a whole but it definitely didn't help um, and it's only gotten worse in the oh shit dude crazy that twenty three years ago this movie came out that's wild two thousand mm-hmm. was twenty three years ago 
<laughs> but like I, I just think it's gotten worse in the past like 20 years um, yep. and it's gonna it's gonna continue to get worse yeah 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 so bad movie that's <laughs> That's my also, religious. Also, that's my religious soapbox. The Great Commission. I just looked it up because I was like, I don't know if that's right. It's in Matthew twenty-eight, not twenty-six. So I thought you said twenty-eight. Okay. You could have just let it go, and I would have been like, Wow, Olivia Sorry. knows the Bible is so good. I just, I'm so knowledgeable of the Bible. I'm so good at the Bible. I'm so good at the Bible. Um, I'm a really good Christian. <laughs> One really cool thing about Revelation that I learned recently is like in the last chapter. Um, First of all, it's like not us going to heaven, but like heaven being brought to earth. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a really brief note and it connects to the account where Jesus calms the wind and the waves. Like when they're in the they, mm-hmm. they get on the boat and he's mm-hmm. tired and he just is asleep in the storm and they're like, do you not care that we're going to die? And he wakes up and the Hebrew word that he uses is shut up. <laughs> and that's and that's that's when like the wind and the waves stop and apparently like it, it it connects to this this view this view of like you can find it throughout the bible like biblical scholars have found it to where the sea is like this place of power that like destroys men Mm-hmm. because because we it is so vast and like we just can't survive on it and it's like obviously been the subject of so much you know great books and music and like it it permeates like every aspect of culture like this sort of fear around it mm-hmm. and in revelation in the very last chapter it says at the beginning um there's not going to be any sea because mm. because like that that sort of like that it's basically a product of the fall. So yeah. anyway, wow. I thought that was cool. That is well, cool. And if you think about it, like it, the sea separates us from so many other people. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so. so that's really interesting to think about. Yeah. You know, what's also interesting to think about is the fact that we could have had Gretchen Wieners as Chloe Steele. I was, I was wanting you to bring that up soon. Yeah. I, so what happened? Like, did she, was she signed was on and then dropped it? Scheduling, scheduling conflict. conflict. So I don't, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to look it up because I, I want to see what she was doing at the time that came out around the same time. But yeah, <laughs> could you imagine Gretchen Wieners being in this? What is her name? I got to think. Don't forget name. what they took from you. Man, I won't. <laughs> Man, I just can't believe it. It would have been and incredible so, if she was in both Mean Girls and then left behind the movie. Yeah. We got to point out, like, her teen study Bible is, like, whenever <laughs> it came on screen, it was the <laughs> hardest I've laughed in a long, it was, long time. It was so great. All right. Lacey uh, Shambert, or Shamber is her name. Man, she's been in a lot of stuff. Did you know she was also uh, in Family Guy? I feel like everybody's she, been in Family Guy. At she, some point yeah, now. everyone has been in Family Guy. Yeah. But she briefly voiced Meg. I oh, think when no, I didn't know that. Mila Kunis was on a hiatus for whatever reason. Oh. Yeah, our girl Lacey, she's been putting in the work. She also she's voiced been doing Eliza. A lot of Hallmark. She does a lot of Hallmark. Uh huh. Eliza. Eliza Thornberry from the Wild Thornberries. Oh, yeah. Didn't know that. So let's see what year. What year are we looking at? So, I loved. God. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I love. I remember what you said, Walter, about 
whenever the cliff opened the Bible and he just went in the beginning, like started reading Genesis. (laughs) Dude, he like he comes home and like his his whole family's gone and he's like trashing his own house because he's so upset. And then he throws a Bible. Well, that was a cool shot. He throws a Bible in the mirror and it shatters, and then he it sees him like sitting on the ground. And then yeah, he picks up he picks up the Bible that he threw. He opens to the first page and out loud to himself, he goes, in the beginning. <laughs> and, then, and then he says, a little too late for that. <laughs> Which was also hilarious. Awesome. That's so cool, dude. There's another line that I texted y'all that I, oh yeah, here we go. Um, I know where, I know where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So Rayford Steele goes to his daughter, Chloe. After he 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 kind of has a come to, his come to Jesus moment, right? And he realizes yep. where his family or everybody went, and he walks into Chloe's room and just stands in the doorway and he says, "I know where Mom and Raimi are. They're in heaven with God." <laughs> just like this, such a deadpan, like yeah. what a crazy. That's an insane thing to say and then be like, right? Like, don't you? How do how do you not know that? Like, <laughs> how, do I, how do I figure this out first? You should have known this. You dumb and idiot. then, like, he's holding a Bible in every scene. In every scene, <laughs> every single scene. My man, stay strapped. Yeah. Also, what's so funny is at the beginning, at the very beginning of the movie, with before any of this happens, he looks to Chloe and he. It made me laugh out loud as someone who has a nose ring. He looks at her and goes. So you really got a nose ring, huh? And he like is like just like shaming her for the nose ring. And I was just like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Go nose also, ring. Also, uh, all, all the funny stuff happens kind of surrounding Cliff. But when Hattie comes to his house, oh, it's, yeah. it's like, first of all, it's like, man, they like, she had a lot of information. She like knew where he lived. Like they were having an affair. <laughs> and then she like shows up. And he's like, I'm so sorry. It's like, uh. No, she no. He like in in like one minute tells her my son and my wife are gone, and she's like, "Man, that sucks. Do you want to have sex? <laughs> Do you want to be together now?" It's the craziest thing. <laughs> the cra- I laughed. That was probably the hardest I laughed and like throughout the movie. But dude, oh she's got gosh. it, man, and she's like, "I'm gonna." I'm going to go work at the U. How did she get a job at the UN from being a flight attendant, dude? And also someone was like driving her to the airport is yeah. like, it's like you were just a secretary. Like, why do you have like a, she has like an entourage, like, like dude. a guard with you. It was Buck hooked her up with the, the job at the UN. Also, yeah. you don't, I, I think that she and Buck, Buck totally hooked up at some point. Mm, they bucked up. So they, they bucked up. Yeah. You should bleep totally those out. <laughs> no, don't. Hey, you should put the Top Gun music on. <laughs> <laughs> that really got y'all. I didn't think it would be that funny. That's good. It's just because, because of how many I put in on, on the last episode. Yeah. No, I, I got some I, good feedback on that. People I thought it was really funny. I got some good feedback from it, too. Um, in fact, at last... Last night I was at small group with some of my friends and we had gone to dinner instead of actually doing small group. And so it was just a few oh. of us left and I was just like, I don't know why we started talking about it, but oh, it's because Moonfall came up. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, dude. stop. No, we're done. I would rather talk about Left Behind. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't anything I texted in the group chat. It's like, I said, I'm, I'm definitely getting us to watch Moonfall since Isaac's making us watch this. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, the yeah. schedule's set. We had we you had a chance to. to I'm gonna do my own bonus. The commenting episode. period is over. <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a solo episode of just me. And you can't Vamping do anything about, about it. Moonfall. And it's gonna be like three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna like. It's gonna like put our podcast on the map. Like this guy <laughs> goes viral. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Olivia, finish your story. I'm so sorry. Oh no, I was just like, because uh, I'm not normally like everyone should listen to my podcast, but I'm just like, guys, I would never ever do this normally, but I <laughs> I want you guys to listen to the top ten episode that we just put out because Walter and Isaac just go on and on about <laughs> Moonfall and. Isaac is just pissed the whole time. Like three Isaac times, so three bad. times I'm like, but the moon is fake, and Walter goes, but hold on, <laughs> get ahead of yourself, buddy. <laughs> but hold on, yeah. Wait a so second. I was like, guys, I don't care if you ever listen to another episode. I need you guys to listen <laughs> just to that this, one. this one episode, dude. I so, thought when you start when you started tell, telling that story, I thought you were gonna say, guys, I would I would never tell you to listen to our podcast. But I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna strap you all in my car. And we're gonna spend the next two hours listening to our top ten of We're just gonna drive around the greater OKC area metro, and you guys are gonna listen to this, You're whether you like it or not. Holding a gun to their head, keep looking yeah. to make sure they're laughing. Okay, you having a good time? It's, it's funny, guys. It's funny. <laughs> listen, it's funny, we're right? To, we're, about, we're about to play the Top Gun music again. I don't think there's anything left for me to say about Left Behind, um, but except are y'all ready to cover Tribulation Force, uh, the on. Left Behind sequel next week? Hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> guys, I there's want one thing you to I wanted to bring. There's something I wanted to bring up. Go ahead, Olivia. Okay, okay. When I went to pull up IMDb and type, type in Left Behind colon the movie, because that's apparently the name of it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I did not see this it. until... Today, I guess I didn't see this when I was looking at it the other day when I watched the movie. There's another Left Behind movie coming out, and oh, it's coming out this year. The Rise year. of the Antichrist. Ri- <gasps> okay, why would you steal my thunder? I was <laughs> sorry. There. Oh my I'm God. so sorry. Wow. All right. Isaac, that was insane what you just did to Olivia. I cannot believe you did that. That was top 10 craziest moments of 2023 already. I'm so sorry. That was nuts. I'm a... I just, you know, I've had a really long couple weeks and I just wanted to, to do that. And then you just did this. That was wild. It's okay. Anyway, wow. it's coming out January 26th. Should we do that this year or this month? Dude, I would actually be down, and I I pulled it up just now on the computer to see who's in it. And of oh, course, of my course. boy Kevin Sorbo is leading <laughs> of this. He's directing it. Oh, he's directing. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's That's in crazy. it, and he's directing it. Also, he's taking over the role of Rayford Steele. So nice. He said, "I'll be the hot guy." It's the only time. I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, <laughs> and it looks like his son is also in it, Braden Sorbo. I think his wife is in it too. Man, dude, Braden Sorbo. You know what I mean? Change the name. Change your name. Bad name. Braden Sorbo. Also, the way it's spelled is terrible. It's B R A D E N. Yeah. Bro. Bro. It's just terrible. That's bad, dude. The Sorbos are on one. Um, Um, So, yeah, this one's coming out this year, but it is not a sequel, as far as I can tell, to the 2014 Nicolas Cage left behind it's unfortunate yeah again we're, we're we're continually building the left behind cinematic universe we're getting we're on there. this plane and everybody's just i guess we're just left behind 
It sounds like you are doing an impression of Andy Samberg doing his yeah, Nick Cage yeah, of course, impression. Of course. Striking, oh, nice. fe- striking the hearts of women, both old and middle-aged alike. <laughs> That's high praise. That's high praise. That's Jessica and I say that to each other all the time. Awesome. <laughs> Brady Sorbo. We're going to have a three-way with a declaration of independence. It's <laughs> one of my favorite SNLs. Like, it's so good. <laughs> Doesn't he come on and they do it together? Yeah, him yeah, and okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Was, oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah. I think it was he was there to promote um, the second Ghost Rider movie. Like that's why. That's why he, he was came there. on SNL. Yeah. Well, Nick, I was gonna tell you if you just calm down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has all the characteristics of a classic Nicolas Cage movie. Every line is either whispered or screamed. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen the first Ghost Rider. I've not seen the second one. I do have it on DVD. Yeah, I think you have a lot on DVD that you just you haven't gotten around to. No, most of it I have. No, yeah, okay. I could read. Do you want me to read them out? The rip. That's actually we'll save that for our next episode. That'll be a great great podcast episode. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'm going to have to title this episode Left Behind the Movie 2001 and then in parentheses and a bunch of other stuff that's not Left Behind the Movie 2001. <laughs> it's 2000. Oh, MDB says 2001. Really? So, okay. Yeah. It was released to video originally in 2000 and then yes. released in theaters in 2001. I'm a, yeah. I'm a theater only guy. What can I say? All right. Sure, I'm only looking it. at. I get it. on the big screen, baby. I can't. I'm kind of upset that we got, we haven't covered this yet, but we have to talk about the video game. I, that's Even what, if that's it's in what I five minutes. minutes. How have yeah, yeah, we not yeah. talked about this yet? Yeah. Okay, let's, uh, we hold just got to... Walter, give him the, the quick and the, dirty. Let me give the exact name of uh, of the game. I want to make sure I put some respect on its name. I could not uh, believe this was real when you guys told me this. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I did a deep dive. And then I told mm-hmm. my roommate and some of our friends about it. And they could not believe it. They it also seemed- looked into it. It seems not real, but this it seems is very not real. real. So the game is a PC game. It came out uh, on November 7th, 2006. So after the movie. Um, a while. Uh-huh. And it's called Left Behind Eternal Forces. And <laughs> it's like a real-time strategy game with anybody who's familiar with video games. they You know what that is. Um, and the whole, pretty much the whole point of the game, from what I could gather, is whoever you, your character that you play as you only you're just supposed to run around and convert people to Christianity during the tribulation. Um, but also you can either convert someone or kill them. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? You don't get a penalty for killing them. You just don't get as many points as you would if you just converted them. Nah. Which on its own one of the craziest things in a video game I've ever seen. Like, from, from, like a Christian, it's supposed to be a Christian franchise. And they're like, you can convert him or kill him, you're gonna get the same way either way. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's like, uh, this is extremely problematic. It's so bad. What's, um, what's wild is, they made not one, not two, not even three, but four of these the most mm-hmm. recent one left behind four world at war was released in november of 2011 oh let's look that up Wolf. world at war yes 
that was isn't there a Call of Duty game? It's called Prob- World at War. Prob- probably. Yeah. I wonder which one's better. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> um. Yeah. Definitely worrisome, problematic. Mm-hmm. Um. Whoever whoever uh was involved with that game when they get to heaven. It'll be like God will be like right to jail. <laughs> like, no, right to jail. You don't get to right do to anything. Jail. You don't get to do anything for like a ten thousand years from your God. involvement with Left Behind. Video God is games. like, what? Wait, what are you? You wait. You're the one who created the Left Behind video games. What? It's like I forgive you and all, but what? <laughs> really? Really? I'm yeah. not getting you for real now. I'm looking this up. The Left Behind Four World at War. It um, looks like it's might be kind of it's it's much more of a traditional real time strategy game where like you control like your army, but you're still killing people. Sure, sure. Like that's just like Jesus did. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean that was the what the Crusades were about, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. This we is should the cover crusades. crusades. <laughs> just like this. <laughs> the historic <laughs> event. All of, a, all of a sudden we become a history podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we cover it like it's a movie, though. We're like, who directed <laughs> that? <laughs> God. <laughs> what were the Rotten Tomato scores on this one? <laughs> Jeez Louise. Oh, man. Do you have any other thoughts on Left Behind? I think, oh, I think, I like, I think we should probably end it. I feel like we should end it. It's like, that's, that's like the best place to stop. <laughs> I feel like we're getting really close to Because honestly, just... like, I would have been a lot more interested to do it an entire... Once I realized, like, the mechanics of the game and you can, like, kill people. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so we should just do a podcast on that. It would have been a lot more entertaining. <laughs> and we addressed it in the last five minutes of this episode. I'm going to become a Twitch streamer and all I do is play the, the Left Behind games. <laughs> I would get Twitch for that. I would also get Twitch for that. Same. Nice. So we're all agreed. It's um, just it's just us. Like we don't let anybody else watch the streams. We don't we don't advertise it. It's just us three playing left behind. It's gonna it's gonna like get submitted into the Library of Congress. Like the we archives. don't want to include the game, but we want to include people like commenting on it, like understand why it's like such a terrible cultural artifact. <laughs> I'm trying not um, to repeat history. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> to learn from our mistakes. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Um, reviews on iTunes help us out a lot. We really appreciate it. Our next episode um, is going to be The Tree of Life by Terrence mm-hmm. Malick. It's going to be great. It's a beautiful, beautiful movie. It's um, an actual good movie about fate. So excited yep. to watch it. Excited to cry on Walter's shoulder. Um, so, oh, are, so we are watching it together. Yeah, if oh, we okay. can. All right, that would be great. And um, oh yeah, and our our artwork is by Macy Lummis. Our music is by Gordon Jocks. They're Little Rock artists. Check them out. They're awesome. And um, y'all have anything else to add? Um, Looks like Iowa. (laughs) 